0: Take off your shoes and unbuckle your drawers. It's time for Cliff and Kindle. <laughs> Out of
1: this world. Out of this world.
0: Tell Mama, tell Mama.
2: (laughs) What's happening, Kendall? Welcome to the show. Daylight
1: come, and the listeners want to go home.
2: Oh, it's so funny that you sing that right before we came here and to the courtroom, which we'll tell you more about in a minute, listeners. More to come. Right before we we came here, I was, you know, back in my uh, living space there at the Teen Rec Center, and I was watching The Muppet Show, and who should be the host? Harry Belafonte. Harry
3: Belafonte.
2: What should he be singing but... Day-oh. Day-o.
3: Oh. Daylight come and me One to a show. Me always want to do a show.
1: That song mixed with the Muppets, that's just about the best stuff you, you can get. That's as good as it gets.
2: It was as good as it gets. It made me think, is this as good as it gets? Or is that movie with Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt as good as it gets? Because I'm getting confused because they both seem to be as good as it gets. Anyway, this is Cliff and Kendall, Coast to Coast. What an internet talk show. What an internet institution. What what a, what a show. What a radio filler program for Rye 99 at 4 a.m. <laughs> Sunday mornings. That's what it is. That's who we are. And today... Oh, Kendall, I'm exhausted already from this hit show. You're exhausted. <laughs> Why don't you just tell the listeners where we are while we are in court today no we're not on trial
1: (laughs) no charles hasn't done something wrong although he probably has he just wasn't caught
2: charles is not on trial he has not been wheeled into the courtroom like hannibal lecter (laughs) (laughs) with a face mask
1: yet Yet. no we are here because mrs potter butter butter churn is she is doing her civic duty cliff she is on jury duty she is you know, she's done it plenty of times. She loves doing it. She thinks it's a wonderful thing to do. And it's her an time honor, has come around says. again. yeah. And yeah. and she was like, Gotta do it. Gotta go. And so we were like, Well, why not set up our booth right here in the courtroom? You know, I'm, I'm sure everybody'd be okay with that. And after a few conversations, they were.
2: Yes. The judge, I think his name is Judge Hamblin or Hambone or something like that. I can't read. No. Mr. Stompon played golf with him. I know, and now that I'm almost 40, I cannot read the little placard that has his <laughs> name way up there. Because we're sort of in the back, but, you know, Mr. Snodbottom, he said, hey, these boys, they're Rye right 99. You know, So we're in here with our press c- credentials, and we've yep. set up our booth, and we're doing a show not press. about this trial. We are. We're hard-pressed for time. That's what we are. We're
1: hard-pressed up against <laughs>
2: the
1: walls of the booth.
2: <laughs> we look like two press Tams uh, in a <laughs> booth. Two Santa Clauses in a booth. For I sure. need
1: ten minutes on press puns. Hold on, Cliff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> press, Kendall. We are the press, and don't be depressed because the show is about to start. This is not <laughs> a show about whatever this trial is about. I didn't really listen. I was during the you know the time that the first lawyer was doing his little opening <clears throat> remarks. Yeah. I was looking at Jake Gyllenhaal paparazzi shots on Instagram. Oh, and I thought you I,
1: were doing one of those courtroom drawings. The sketch. No,
2: no, 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 no. I was just sketching over here. I was just sketching a new Jake Gyllenhaal I was like cuz he was he walking down the street and while he was filming this Michael Bay movie in New York he's Oh, he in an now ambulance. I see it. Okay. It ambulance coming soon to yeah. Netflix everybody. I know not that happy that it's on Netflix cuz I feel like Netflix hoards their movies give them up i want a fucking dvd netflix but anyway <laughs> i know netflix is not pandering to the elderly 40 year olds who can't read judge Hambones name placard but anyway why are we here what are we talking about i don't know what the trial is about what's this show about
1: well cliff this show is about multiple things but to begin with this show not multiple about...
2: orgasms
1: <laughs> well hey Depends on what's what's your fancy. But this show, we're going to talk about horses, Cliff. Horses. 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 Some people might have a multiple orgasm talking about horses. You don't know?
2: Of the equine, uh, you know. Oh, that reminds me. I saw Equus that played, which was about horses with Daniel Radcliffe.
1: Yes, you did. You talked about it on the show, I
2: remember. Thousands of years ago, and... Episode and about loss his magic wand, lost. Yes, 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 yes. What the f- is this show? What are we doing? Horses, horses. <laughs> Kendall, I when is the last time you were on a horse? <laughs> <laughs> on a horse,
1: on a horse, I can't horse. tell you the last time I was on a horse. I've been near horses a lot, but I think the last time I was on a horse, you know, I proposed to Susan on horseback, and that may have been the last time it was such a traumatic event. Because the horse wouldn't stand still and wouldn't get down on one knee. It was tough.
2: Well, I hate to give you the buzzer sound. You were on a horse when we hosted Busheltown Hello. And you fell off of the horse. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That, is, that was the last time I was on a horse. Right. You probably forgot because you I think you did land on your head when you fell off. Well, I tried to repress that memory. Well, repress, depress. We are playing <laughs> here in the booth. This is a press booth
1: today. Our listeners are hard pressed to continue. Come on, come on, come on. Come
2: right. on. <laughs> I think I was a, just a kid, just a kid, Kendall. Eighties in the eighties was the last time I was on a horse. I think couldn't get you on a horse for Busheltown Town. Hello. Well, oddly, nobody ever looks at me and says, "Hey, do you want to ride my horse?" <laughs>
1: They are the. Uh, they have the largest eyes of any land mammal. Isn't that amazing?
2: Who do you think has the second largest eyes? Uh,
1: uh, a
2: whale. A whale. The land animal. Oh, <laughs> land animal. The whale. No. <laughs> an elephant,
1: Cliff. An elephant. No, wrap
2: him up in silo,ffent. Kendall. Horses use their ears, eyes, and nostrils. To express their mood, just like you do, Kendall. They also communicate the their feelings through facial expressions. So if you think the horse is giving you the stink eye, <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> and that's a lot of eye to stink at you with. Cliff, a is yeah, giving teeth. you big, big, what's <laughs> one big damn stink eye? Uh, now, not only do they have large eyes to see you with, Cliff, but they got big old teeth to bite you with. The horse's Ooh. teeth take up a larger amount of space in their head than their brains do. So they'll wow. bite first and think second.
2: Bite first, and ask questions. <laughs> Which is later. exactly what we
1: do. That's why
2: we're so fat. We eat first, think second. Oh, for sure. Now, did you know that horses, you can tell if a horse is a boy horse or a girl horse by counting their teeth?
1: <laughs> that ain't the only way, Cliff.
2: <laughs> or you could look at the giant horse cop that is or is not there.
1: <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it. <clears throat> Excuse me. God, there's so much dust in this courtroom. So much dust.
2: <gasps> well, Kendall, this is Busheltown. We had a big dust storm just last night. They probably left the windows open to air it out. And maybe they oh, had some, probably something died in the walls. It looked you know. like
1: smog. It was so thick. I thought, look how smoggy it is in Busheltown. Then I realized it was just dust
2: flying through the air. <laughs> yeah. I thought, am I back on the 405 here, stuck here on the with all the smog? No, nope. no, nope. nope. Just, just dust a Busheltown, Busheltown dust storm. Horses. 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 Horses.
1: They can Horses. run within Horses. hours of being born. Just j- r- jump up and run away.
2: Wild, <laughs> wild horses jump up and run away Minutes after they they're born Can you imagine if baby humans just got up and ran the hell away too bad they, they too bad they don't Too <laughs> bad <laughs> they don't wait, They wait 18 years until you're broke to run away I think that would be People would not oppose abortion if the babies could get up and run away. They'd be like, well, shit, that baby's running around. Can somebody catch that thing? No, this, come on. You you figured it out, Cliff. We just got to teach babies how to run immediately. Got to teach them, ready, 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 ready to run. A horse can see better at night than you, Kendall. However, it takes a horse's eyes longer to adjust from light to dark and dark to light. They need those transitions lenses.
1: (laughs) Well... But you just can't find an optometrist that can get glasses that big. I think uh, we're no. we've yeah
2: we've skipped over the
1: biggest point about horses. They're dicks. Horse. We already mentioned. <laughs> no, a horse is a
2: horse. Of course, of course, horse. of course. And no one can that out talk loud. to a horse. Of course, no. That is of course, unless of course, the unless horse the horse is a famous Mister Ed. Ed. Go right to the source and ask and the horse. Course, he'll give you he'll an answer that answer you, endorse. you endorse. He's you always, always on honest, steady, course. course. Talk, Talk to, to, Mr. to Mr. Ed. Ed. Oh, People yakety yak, and me, <laughs> up
1: all day. And this, okay, moving on.
2: Why has Hollywood, the idiot Hollywood wannabe hitmakers, skipped right over a Mr. Ed reboot? Come on.
1: They're scared, Cliff. They're scared.
2: Uh, they're scared to tackle those topics today. <clears throat> you got to get that horse right. Listen, I think we could, we would all love to see a minority horse in the role this time. Come on, it'd be great. Let's, I would now, love You it. know, you, you a lot of
1: people think that horses just go around life standing up and sleeping, and that's the only way they sleep. But that is an incorrect.
4: What? <gasps> what? Yes,
1: they lay down and sleep as well. <gasps> in fact, uh, there was some comedian talking about uh, how he drove by a horse uh, on a field and it was dead, and he thought, and he went up to the owner, and they were like, "No, he just sleeps
2: that way."
0: They sleep laying
2: down, just like us sometimes. Well, they too. do sleep laying down, Kendall. But, and that's an awfully big butt you've got there. Trust me, the I butt know. is. <laughs> the butt is. In a big group of horses, one of them will always remain standing to keep
4: watch.
1: Oh, I know that horse would be me. They're like Kendall's going to be the one while we all sleep. Now,
4: Kendall did. Do- oh my oh, oh, goodness, whoa, whoa. I'm so sorry. Do they? They just had a recess, so we thought we'd just pop in and say hello. Oh,
3: dear, I want you to know you're doing a fantastic job as a (laughs) non 4 person Oh, I like to see you really relaxing and, you know, really enjoying jury duty for once (laughs) instead of just working yourself fingers to the bone. Oh, no. I'm really enjoying
4: the justice system, dear. But I, I must tell you again, please don't come up to the jury box. Well, court is in session, dear. They're, they're starting to talk.
3: Sugar Lump, I could tell by the way you were holding your mouth that you needed a peppermint. Oh, I'm just sorry. It took me so long to unwrap it once I got to the jury box. And I bet,
2: <laughs> I bet the other jurors were kind of jealous of the peppermint. Did you offer one to the rest or maybe the bailiff? Up there, maybe that's why they were mad. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> of, of course not, Bower. That would be very improper-educated. I just quietly walked up to Mrs. Potter-butter-butter-turn. But- but- oh, I don't think anyone even noticed, dear. <laughs> Dear, they noticed,
4: and dear, I must say, it was nice of you to think of that, because I did need a peppermint, dear. But you must wait until recess, because it's very inappropriate to walk up during a trial. It took the attention off of the defendant and the prosecution, dear.
3: Oh, oh, oh all right, Sugar so Lump. Whatever you say, dear. Oh,
4: I've got an idea, dear. Why don't you go now and 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 give everyone in the jury some peppermints right now while we're in recess? That'll that'll cheer everyone up.
3: Oh, yeah, I'll place one on each person's chair. Oh, that's oh, oh, oh. a
2: lovely idea. Oh, now, while he does that, Mrs. Potter, but it turn. What is this trial about? That jur, the guy who's on trial, the one with the, he's got those
4: tattoos no, on his dear, head. dear, please, you're not supposed Did to he... talk about that, dear. I've told you once already, we're not oh. allowed to speak of the trial, especially not on the air, dear. It's very important. It's very much to keep every everyone's anonymity secret, dear. It's proper etiquette. Well, we won't say what his
2: tattoos say, but you can just, and you don't even have to vocalize it, just, just mouth it to me, like, what is he on trial for? Is it murder?
4: No, oh, dear, that's, that? that's against the code of the jury. As you know, dear, I'm not allowed to speak at all of it until the case is closed. Oh, uh, well, okay. All right, we'll, kinder, Kend- we'll just have to pay more attention, probably
2: as... People as maybe we'll ask one of the other people, are there other press here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to talk to them. I'd rather not. <laughs> we're, we're not talking to opposing press. No,
4: oh, no, no. Dear. Dear, you're not supposed to go to the judges'
3: here. No, you can't have a
1: permit, not not. <laughs> Oh my oh, god, he's well. trying to open the judges' chambers doors.
2: uh look, well, they're calling the jury back over. I guess they're about Uh-oh. to start back up. Alright, we're back in session. Well, we'll, we'll it? ignore uh, it. We're not allowed to talk about it. No, no, but but I do... Well, we can talk about it amongst ourselves. What do you... Like, What I don't even see all those exhibits. Exhibit A, Exhibit B. They're all in plastic bags. I don't know what they are. I don't know. Well, uh,
1: one looks especially like a knife up there. If
2: you ask me. Is, it a, is that a knife or is that just one of those metal rulers? You know, I have an old metal ruler of Deneen's uh, and it's just a metal ruler and on the other know, side Cliff. it's kind of got like a... A, a I should have brought brown. my
1: glasses, or maybe we can have Crockpot look for us. She's younger
2: Croc- yeah, it's got' even is Crockpot even here. I thought she you know was having her roots done today. I don't know. I can't keep track Cliff. We've got too many employees these days. I don't know. I just know the children are not here. they are not allowed in the courtroom because under age
0: underage. Maybe,
2: maybe that has something to do with. The trial, maybe it's a rated R trial. That, ooh, that's spicy.
1: Uh, it's a good thing they didn't ban overweight or we'd be out. <laughs> Just under age. All right, Cliff, horses. Speaking of horses.
2: horses. Speaking of them.
1: Uh, because horses' eyes. Because they're on the side of their head, uh, horses' eyes, those big old eyes, they're on the side of their head, they're capable of seeing nearly 360 degrees at one time. So you can't really sneak up on a horse. They'll see you coming. Wow, <laughs> your excitement for that tidbit just really was just over the
2: top. I was really excited about it. Now, why? What I love about horses, I think this is funny because you know I love to laugh, like that song in Mary you know Poppins. It. I love to. I think laughter. Don't you think it's like just one of the best things? About being medicine. alive. Definitely the best medicine. Definitely the best smile, medicine. Smile, though your
1: heart is breaking, Cliff.
2: A smile, even even if it is or if it is not aching, you know. And horses, when they look like they're laughing, they're actually engaging in a special nose-enhancing technique known as Fleming. <laughs> To determine whether a smell is good or bad. Like if a horse came into this booth, it might, we might think it's laughing at one of our hilarious jokes, but it's really doing a <laughs> nostril-enhancing technique called Fleming, and it's soon going to be like, whoo this smells bad in this booth. I was
1: going to say, you know if he's around this booth, he's definitely not smiling. He's he he's, he's doing nostril enhancements. Long. Right. Whew, um oh. Cliff, now this is the fact that I was blown away by horses don't vomit.
2: Can't oh, do they it. can't. They can't. What do they do when they're hungover?
1: I guess they just live with it.
2: Uh, learn learned to live with it.
1: <laughs> I guess that old horse walks into a bar joke really applies
2: here. Uh, why the long face?
0: <laughs>
2: K- Kendall, an adult horse's brain weighs only 22 ounces, which is half. Of even your brain, Kendall. <laughs> even what's that supposed uh, to mean? Uh,
1: oh, and half of that belch weighed twenty-two
0: ounces.
2: Kendall, you are gonna shit. Horses produce <laughs> ten gallons of saliva a day. They don't need your fucking peppermints. Their, oh my god! Their mouths are already watering. They're
1: just dripping.
2: Dripping, speaking of Monique's wet, dripping mess, that was the horse's mouth. Oh my gosh, that must have been what that movie was about. Probably so. And we talked about their brains, but while Kendall is over here yucking it up about the size of a horse brain, the horse's heart, the average heart, weighs nine or 10 pounds. These are big, hearted. Beautiful animals, everybody, don't you? With your breaking you, heart. Do you love horses, Kendall? How can, can you see horses and not just think, wow, they are so majestic? Unless it's like on, you know, when they're on TV and they're just taking a big shit right on the middle of everything.
1: <laughs> I think they're gorgeous creatures and I just love to, to pet a horse. They're just so, you can like look into their soul because they do have such big eyes. You can get a glimpse real, real close into their soul.
2: Real close. You just get up close and personal with a horse soul. And that's just the best thing. Now, Kendall, I want to give you a pop quiz. Uh-oh.
1: You know I always fail.
2: What do you call a cross between a zebra and a donkey? A zonky. Uh- what if Funky wanted a zonkey <laughs> for Christmas? Kendall, what do you call... Uh, these, are, these are true scientific facts. What do you call a cross between a zebra and a pony? A zony. A zony, a Kendall. And what do you call the cross between a zebra and a horse? A zorse. Of course, of course.
1: <laughs> and no one can talk to a zorse, of course.
2: No, they, you can't. Horse whisperers can't even... No one. Robert Redford need not apply... Kendall, do you know, one more one more pop quiz. Okay. Hot shot. Hot shot. What, is, what does it mean if a horse has a red ribbon on its tail? That's a prize-winning horse, Cliff. Oh, no, Kendall. It does not mean it came in second in the horse's ass contest. It means <laughs> that horse is going to kick. That horse is going to kick. It's going <laughs> to kick, bitch. Cliff, the
1: horses are very social animals and they will get lonely if they are kept alone and they will mourn the uh, passing of a companion just like humans.
0: Lonely. You know, as much as people always say that
1: about animals they say, oh look, that little cute thing did that just like animals, or just like humans. But really, we're just animals. We're, they're, we're do- they're doing the things that we do because we're all animals.
2: Kendall, you and me we're nothing but mammals. So let's just do it like we do On the Discovery Channel, okay? And that is what I would do. (gasps) I'll tell you what I would do.
4: What what, would I do? What would you do? What would I do? What would I do?
1: You're walking along in the forest. I'm walking
2: along in the forest and having a party. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anything. We'll, We'll start a song and the ground gives way. It just falls out from under you. Uh, You fall into this big hole like slash trap and there are bamboo spikes are at the bottom and one goes right through your leg. And a genie, he shows up and he says he can get you out and save your life, but it comes at a cost. Cliff, everything comes at a cost. You will no longer be able to taste anything for the rest of your life. What do you do? No,
2: I climb up out of there myself.
1: clip it how you can get that spike out of your leg
2: you pull it the hell out
1: oh, You pull you it got, out you found all this superhuman strength all of a sudden
2: uh, to pull something out of your leg
1: you can pull hmm. something out of your leg no it's the way these traps work they're like bamboo that's stuck into the ground so you have to like pull yourself back up off the spike to get out
2: yeah well that's what I would do
1: alright genius you got it I guess
2: genius <laughs> that's a what kitchen. I did Attention, MacArthur Genius Grant Committee. I qualify. Get him on the phone. Get him on the phone. Kendall, now come back down to earth. You and Mr. (laughs) Snodbottom and Mrs. Potterbutterbutterchurn are going to summer camp together and staying in the same cabin. And the time, well, the time has come, and it's just the three of you in the cabin, and you must elect a cabin chief. Uh, Even though that is a racist holdover tradition, but you think maybe, you know, you know. hopefully one of you, if you become the chief, you can change the ways and make it, you know, re- give, maybe the give world. the land back to the Native Americans. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, Kendall, you decide you don't really want to be chief, but both Mrs. Snodbottom and Mrs. Potter, but a butcher, do. And they both try to woo you, and they tell you they'll give you cakes and pies and anything that you want, and they just they'll just woo 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 you, Kendall. You've heard of woo woo woo? That's what they'll do to you, you, you. Who are you gonna vote for? <laughs> what would you do, Cliff? That's easy. easy. It's easy. I'm
1: gonna tell you why. Because <clears throat> Mrs. Spider Butter Butter churn already has connections with so many tribes all across America. She's spoken at so many different Native American events because of the the right thing, you know. So she already has all these connections. So that's one tick toward Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. And Mr. Snodbottom would have a bowel attack in the middle of some peace ceremony and ruin everything. So it's got to be Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn.
2: Oh, sorry, Mr. Snodbottom. Well,
1: hey, I, you didn't say I was going to have to break it to him. Yeah, you, you, you got to break it to him. <laughs> uh, Crockpot. No, she's not there. She's in another cabin. <laughs> she's not there. You didn't specify what the crockpot was there. Oh, my turn. My turn. Cliff, you are in downtown Busheltown. You look... down. You look up... Yeah. And you see a baby very very nervously sitting on the ledge 40 feet up in the air. There are no stairs, no way to get a ladder. Nowhere to get a ladder.
2: The only way is to climb the building. What do you do? Now you go inside, take the elevator up, go out to the window, open it up, just reach out, grab him reunite Oscar with his mother Sigourney Weaver and everything is gonna be Uh, alright I didn't mention a ghost took the baby right before you could get to him (laughs) not (laughs) while I was on the elevator
1: took him to a museum and now he's gonna take his soul and rule the world
2: oh damn it
1: I know who you're gonna call
2: (laughs) Oh, somebody get me the Statue of Liberty get it, get it, get it, get it Get it. Kendall, while grocery shopping, you accidentally jostle an evil genie's shopping cart. I'm always doing that. And he's he's so mad at you, Kendall, and he decides to curse you. So in a split second, you are gone from the grocery store and suddenly you're on the FBI's most wanted list. Uh-oh. You're driving in a high-speed chase through the badlands and the cops are on your tail and there's a big bag of money in your trunk that they know that you stole and there's sirens and they you know they're telling you things through their loudspeaker from their car which is really hard to hear because it's the car behind you and it's going so loud And you're going over a rocky terrain. Well, and you're probably listening to the music really loud in the car, or this show. I got Billy Joel pumping. You're you're humming along, easy money. I got you easy. And so, all right, Kendall, what would you do? Well.
1: Well. If all is lost, Cliff, I'll just Thelma and Louise it over the cliff. No cliffs around. Cliff's not there. Well
2: cliff's at home washing his tights well
1: cliff luckily i jostled a genie and he came out and he said i'll grant you a wish and, and i was like i want to get out of this place i want to uh i want to be driving near a cliff so i can drive off the edge of it and really Thelma and Louise louisa he says poof there's a cliff and i drive off it end of story get it end of story <laughs> Get it. Get it. You ask That's asked. what you would do. Cliff. That's what you would do. Get it. Get That's it. What I do. That's what I do. Cliff, the world is ending. Get it. Get it. Get it. There's a magical device that could save the world. The key to that device has just, of course, fallen into a moving garbage disposal. Uh-oh. The only way to save the world is to stick your hand in this moving garbage disposal and try to find the key. What do you do?
2: Uh, well, I get my one hand... Ready to go down. And then I take my other hand. I reach over and flip the switch. Turn the garbage disposal off. Then I take my garbage disposal <laughs> Oh, the switch hand. is broken. <laughs> oh, but it seems to work okay. I, I think people, when I do it, I don't know. I think I got the magic touch. Maybe somebody flipped the breaker and reached down, Get the button. Take the whatever you said was down the drain out. And uh. world saved.
1: I think I think the judge, judging rules on this segment have really laxed
2: over the years. Uh, speaking of judging, Kendall, <laughs> what is that evidence? Is that that's a big? Is that a big sheet Ooh. with a hole in it in the middle, or what is that? Is uh, that a
1: Are you talking about that? What looks like a sexual
2: device over there? Is, is that a sex? I think that's a hair dryer. No, that's. Kendall, I've got another what would I do for not the you. way I hair
1: blow my blow my hair dry.
2: What? Kendall I'm gonna blow this Kendall blow this. <laughs> you are trying to become an overnight guide at a dude ranch, but <laughs> during a routine test of your skills, you fall down a mine shaft that has long since been abandoned. Whoops. <laughs> What would you do?
1: Cliff, I'm gonna stop you right there. They would have never allowed me into the dude ranch in my current condition. <laughs> never would they allow me to do that. But if we look past that.
2: They are they do. They have a program for hiring fat people and helping them <laughs> rehabilitate.
1: It's an equal opportunity employer. Down in that mine I would look around and I would of course find that there was like all these leftover pieces of dynamite. And all kind of things I need to blast a hole out of there. Save the day again. So you
2: would blow yourself up? Okay.
1: Nah, no, there's plenty of room for me to, to toss it over there, blow the entrance open, and get out of there safely.
2: Plenty of room? There's plenty of room.
1: If I'm an expert explosives person.
2: Oh, okay. There was no. a manual in the
1: bottom of that pit that I fell
2: into. Oh, tape to the bottom of all that dynamite! All right. Yep. I didn't see the manual.
1: You gotta look better. Gotta look better. I gotta take a break.
2: <laughs> I've got
1: oh, to use did. the bathroom so badly, and I, you know, when oh, they go on oh, recess,
3: it's, a, it's gonna be a oh, big oh, line. Mrs. Potter, recess. They just call a long recess. I think the judge has to use the bathroom.
0: Now I'll <laughs> I hope never it's get it. Not that. improper to say
3: that. Oh, 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 oh. It, you know, it takes the judge a long time to use the bathroom. Boy, they got the robe and all of those under things to deal with. Isn't it
4: so exciting? <laughs> the justice system in full effect, dears. <laughs> it is.
2: Now, what are you thinking? I want you to just wink at me. Two winks if you think guilty. And one I, wink I'm not if even you gonna look at you, dear. I can't guilty. wink at all. I can't speak of the case. Oh,
4: but not winking
2: at all. That means mistrial. No.
4: <laughs> I'm not giving you any signals at all. I'm not talking about the case one bit. You're gonna you're gonna turn it into a mistrial if they hear us speaking about it. Whoops! I'm sorry. Is it, the building. Is it an
2: embezzlement case? We can, we can't figure it out. There was the big sheet, and Kendall thinks it was a, a, a hair dryer or something. We I gotta look. look I, let's Kendall. Let's go look at this evidence.
4: Oh, oh dear! You can't go up there. You can't look at the evidence. No, come back.
3: Sugarloaf, do you need a peppermint?
0: I believe in miracles, and I believe Cliff and Kendall will be right back after this.
4: I could have bought a better TV. Oh, come on, dear. We came to see a washer. I could have bought a better TV. Look, the department store didn't have that one. I could have bought a better TV.
3: For less. For less! Should have gone to Circuit City. With Circuit City's vast selection of brand name, audio, video, and appliances, and guaranteed low prices, you'll never be sorry. Could have bought a better TV. Circuit City, the intelligent choice.
0: And we're back. It's Cliff and Kindle time. Sure, sure,
1: sure,
2: Horses.
4: Get it, get it, get it, get it. Horses. 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 Horses.
2: Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. 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 All right. On trial. I promise I won't mention anything else about the trial. Oh, dear. Thank you. If you tell me one thing, the defendant, he's got those tattoos, and one does it say, Mother... No, dear,
4: please, don't speak of it here In the courtroom, you're not supposed to say anything at all Oh, I'm
2: sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry Okay, so, well, let's talk about something else Let's cool it down Oh, thank you With some hot
4: subject Oh, dear Oh, anything but that.
3: Oh, no, Bob. Oh, it'll be great. This is not the time during a trial recess for your hot subjects. Oh, no. Too controversial. This is the best time. Why do you think we have a recess? I know. So
2: it'll be fine. Let's go ahead. Kendall, why don't you start us out? What is your hot subject?
1: Well, a recent study. ...have shown that pigs can play video games with their snout. I thought you were going to say that pigs can fly. (laughs) No, no, we're not there yet. But the Busheltown Police Department is looking into trying to use these pigs to remotely drive their cop cars. Because uh, the BPD says that people call us pigs anyway. Might as well use their cunning skills to drive some patrol cars around Busheltown. You know, just look like they're always uh, patrolling even when they're
3: on vacation. No, oh, it sounds like a, a a Disney movie to me, dear. <laughs> it sounds like a strange use of animal, animal farm things to me, dear. <laughs> what will the Busheltown Police Department do next?
2: I don't know what they did last, and I don't know what they're going to do next. And I'm just perplexed <laughs> by the whole thing. But but it's a hot subject. You gotta re- admit it. Well, you know, I think this one might be a little hotter, so everybody simmer down. Oh, no, dear. Not anything hotter than that. Please. Now, a McDonald's customer has been branded a legend after claiming to have taken revenge on an impatient customer in the line behind them of the drive-thru. Oh, yeah. In a viral post on social media. The man explained that when he had been ordering at the first window, the driver in the car behind him continuously hooted at me and flipped me off because I was taking too long. (laughs) And as he drove to the second window to pay, he says he made sure the woman in the next car had enough time to complete her order before telling the cashier he wanted to pay for both their meals which at first appeared to be a random act of kindness, but no. But no. He completed the transaction for the stranger's food, moved on, watching the woman, as she looked on perplexed, like, why did he buy this meal for me? And he wrote, I continued to the next window, and she leaned out of her window, looking crazy at me, and she felt very embarrassed. And when I got to the final window, this was in England, where they have a lot of windows to go through. And when I got to the last window to get my food, I showed the guy in the drive-thru both my receipts, and I took her food, too. I paid for it. It's mine. Now, she has to go around <laughs> again and wait even longer. She's going to learn today. And its he's been called a pettiness legend. Ooh, it's a hot subject.
0: <laughs>
3: Oh, what a petty legend. That oh, that not very nice. Oh, uh, improper use of a drive through window, I believe that's a federal offense. Oh. oh, oh. oh well, dear, and it's just going to slow everything down
4: for everyone else waiting in line as well. It's just improper etiquette at all costs. Well, that's why it's
1: such a hot subject. You're right, it's hot. All right, Uh-oh. so everyone, I got another hot subject. It's even hotter. Uh-oh. Even hotter. Hotter? Yes, hotter. So, uh, Cliff, you've heard about the Martian rover that landed on Mars, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, oh, I've heard all about it. We've
1: all been it. following it. We've all been following it. Well, it turns out that a small swatch of fabric from the original Wright Brothers plane was put onto the Mars rover to, you know, to symbolize the first flight or whatever. Um, and so the... The Busheltown, uh, the BFHI or the Busheltown for Historical Integrity, is very upset that the piece was sent to Mars, as many people on Earth should be able to experience the entire plane in its integrity here on Earth. What do you think about Cliff that, Cameron? Eating... Well, I just I just want to point out that Cliff isn't eating an entire four-course meal here in the courtroom while we're trying to do hot subjects. It's kind of hard to have hot subjects with all that pizza. You didn't street.
2: see the pizza man at the concessions out there in the lobby while we were on break? No, I didn't see the pizza man.
1: Or I would have been there.
2: Well, I was—I went there since Mrs. Potter but Butter butcher and told me I couldn't look at the evidence, so I went...
3: Oh, dear, please, no, you can't look at the evidence. So. Oh, don't even mention the word evidence, boy. Not, not now. Your very wrong time. <laughs> Not the right time at all, Cliff.
2: Well, I'm sorry. And also, I believe I'm. you have strong thoughts about what you just said. I have not forgotten at all <laughs> what it was at all. And I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it. He's for it. Everybody's for it. What about you, Kendall? Are you for it or against it? <laughs>
1: for it. <laughs> I think... Why not take a piece of the first plane oh, right. from Orville Wright's See? to the Mars
3: surface? Who gives Why a shit? Why not?
4: Who gives a shit? Oh, dear! Don't have that language in court!
3: Oh, no! I'm sorry. I think you might be held in contempt of the court, boy, if you're saying oh, that word contempt. over and over, even if it is inside this booth at the back of the room. There's so many words we can't say today.
2: (laughs) We'll have to do one of those George Carlin routines, all the words we can't say. Oh, seven words. I have one more hot subject, and oh, it's hot, hot, hot. All right? Oh, dear, but we better be getting back to the jury box soon, dear. Very soon, one more. All right, listen, the bailiff, oh, he's calling you over, but here, wait, one more hot subject. All right, hold on, bailiff. Oh, they're holding. All right. A lawmaker's popcorn machine was removed from the North Dakota Capitol after it set off fire alarms twice in one day. <laughs> the North Dakota Capitol's legislative wing was evacuated twice Monday, once in the morning and once in the afternoon after fire alarms were triggered by a popcorn machine.
3: Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, it, oh boy! No! Oh my bow! Oh whoa! Oh, oh that's a trigger attack, boy! This this one's Where, on you. are in the
0: courtroom, dear?
2: I, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry, bailiff, judge. I, my bad. I'm so, I'm just sorry. a couple
1: more seconds. We're get we're almost through. Listen,
2: you're gonna you are going to you gonna think this is funny, Mrs. We'll Potter, clean that up. Yeah, somebody will somebody, we'll get it. Get it. paper towels. Anybody got some paper towels? Is there a doctor in the house? Just lay them over it for a minute. All right, everybody. The legislative wing, this representative, Mary Johnson, Republican from Fargo, uh, uh, Facility Management Director John Boyle said the fire department responded to both calls. And, uh, you know, Mary Johnson, she says she was unaware of a 32-year-old policy from the Office of Management that bans popcorn machines and other cooking devices from being used outside the Capitol Cafe. The policy was enacted to avoid triggering fire alarms. House Majority Leader Chet Pollard, Republican Said the popcorn machine was meant to be a treat for House Republicans. <laughs> and he told poor Winter House Republicans, get out of their popcorn. He, the caucus had been a little strained due to the COVID-19 pandemic and the recent expulsion of former Representative Luke Simons, Republican, who was accused of workplace and sexual harassment. Uh, Pollard said popcorn cheers up people for a reason, and now it's gone. That's the way it goes. And I just want to... Sound of silence. How about two words? Orville Redenbacher.
1: Oh, Cliff, I think they should just go ahead and ban... Popcorn in all offices. Nobody wants to smell
3: that in the middle of the day. Oh, well, I don't... Oh, let's not get into the debate over uh, p- civic rights and infringements thereupon. Boy. Mrs. Potter... Butter, Butter, oh, but sir, you know, the she, popcorn and kernels can be very bad for gastritis, dear. They wreak havoc upon your dentures, dear. But... Oh, yes, dear. Let's uh, you, You've so got places. to get back to the jury booth, girl. There. Oh, uh, yes, dear.
4: I'm coming, I'm judge. Sorry, yes, judge. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, Jeffy. Boys, show. <laughs> Our fault,
1: totally. Kendall's mostly. It's all us. It's, uh, we share it. All right, Cliff, let's get back to the matter at hand. Matter at
2: hand? Or what is the it? new
1: matter at hand. It's new business, Cliff. New business. The new quarter. We're doing, we're not talking about horses anymore. Oh, no. We're not land horses anymore. Like earlier when I was saying land horse. <laughs> We're we're going we're moving elsewhere. We're moving into the sea. Oh. We're going to talk about the horse of the sea. That's of course the seahorse.
2: Tell us about it, Kendall.
1: Of course, of course I will. Cliff, it's the Latin name, of course, of horse caterpillar. Hippo of uh wait. Hold on. The Latin name for seahorse is hippocampus, which means horse caterpillar. But so it's, it's a horse caterpillar of the sea. And they eat small crustacea. Much of uh, much of mysis shrimp. An adult can eat 30 to 50 times a day, much like us, like you're doing right now. Seahorses uh, fry. Uh, wait. Seahorse fry. Baby seahorses eat a staggering 3,000 pieces of food per, per day.
2: Kendo, you are burying the headline. I'm talking about the fries and the baby, the small fries, which are the babies of the seahorses. Uh-huh. Which shoot right out of the men. They are the only men of the, the I was species building up to that
1: cliff. I was building the up.
2: whole world. Did you see any videos of men just shooting out thousands of small tiny little baby seahorses cause I did and it was eye-opening.
1: Well of course I did. I saw many many videos of it. Some that were not safe for work. <laughs> Cliff, they have excellent eyesight Just like horses, they got those big ol' eyes These seahorses Their eyes are able to work independently On either side of their head Which means they can look forward and backwards At the same time they can see you coming and going Oh shit
2: (laughs) Oh shit is right You know, Kendall, these are This is one way they're not like us Because except (laughs) for crabs Predators don't eat seahorses Because they're too bony and indigestible. Not us. No, we'd make a great meal for anybody out there. Oh, predators! If predators only knew about
1: us, we'd be dead in seconds. <laughs> Cliff's, Cliff's working on it right now. Uh, yeah. Seahorses mate for life. They meet first thing in the morning to reinforce their pair bonding with an elaborate courtship <laughs> display. <laughs> what? What a species! Like, see, now that's what the human race is missing out on. They're not meeting every morning to do elaborate courtship displays.
2: They dance for minutes
1: or hours
3: for <laughs> each other.
1: They change colors, the males circle around the females and they often spiral around a, an object. It's crazy.
2: Crazy, crazy. crazy, crazy, crazy. Now, this does remind me of a sea seahorses. They don't have any teeth and they also have no stomach, so food passes through their digestive system (laughs) so quickly they must eat almost constantly to stay alive. You thought Katie Lang had a constant craving.
1: Lucky if we could just get rid of our digestive systems, Cliff, so we could shake constantly.
2: Just shoot it right through. That'd be the best.
1: Just sit in the toilet and eat all day long.
2: Oh, Oh. yeah.
1: Ooh. Speaking my language now. Cliff, they are (laughs) poor swimmers, unfortunately. They rely on their dorsal fin beating at 30 to 70 times per second to propel themselves along. And their pectoral fins either side of their head help with stability and steering. But it's not so great. It's not so elegant. Um, <laughs> sounds elegant
2: to me, Kendall. You're wrong. Oh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's about all I've got on seahorses, skin <laughs> That's it? What? I want you to tell well, it's a me. Good
1: thing. It's a good thing we've got a backup emergency second dairy topic for this half of the show.
2: Well, listen, uh, listen, what are your other seahorse facts? Tell, let me know. I want you to tell me.
1: Seahorses live in shallow, weedy areas, especially ill grass beds. In winter, they move into deeper waters to escape the rough weather. How did you want to go through life not knowing that? Uh. But I, I'm going to move on because it is. It, I've got so much I can say about seahorses, but it is time to move on to horse flies, Cliff. <laughs> Get back into the land and into the air.
2: Into the land, listen. We have been land, sea, <laughs> sea. And air. We got a little bit of everything on here. I told you everything. This show, when you talk about shows that have it all, this is one's got it. We got it, Cliff. Now, horse flies, yeah, they
1: are attracted to movement, moisture, and carbon dioxide. So, what, where can you find all three of those things right here in this booth?
2: Oh god, it's a wonder we don't have just horse flies all swarming us. I know. Ugh. Oh, there's more carbon dioxide coming at you. Oh god, and listen, horse flies racist motherfuckers, they are <laughs> much more frequently attracted to or attack dark horses than light horses. Mm-mm. In all across environment.
1: the animal kingdom. We still have problems. Shame. The shame of the horsefly. Well, Cliff, horseflies go by many different names. But regardless of what you call them, they are in all quarters of a horse farm. They can be found all over the world except for a few
2: islands and frigid climates. Well, we, They've been I, around. I, well, listen, Kendall. I knew that. But what you didn't know, let me break in with some late breaking news, (gasps) is that they have been around since ancient Greek times when Aeschylus blamed them for driving people mad. They thought, now they know it's mad cow disease.
1: Right out of my mouth.
2: Sorry, ladies. Uh Uh-oh, sisters are doing it for themselves, but why are they doing it? Female horseflies are the ones that bite. Can you believe it? don't be
1: sexist.
2: Oh, the females are biting back. They've taken back the bite.
1: Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Good for them.
2: Female horseflies are nasty, biting bloodsuckers, some say, but we say... Good for them. Go on with your bad selves. Well, Cliff, and when a horsefly, when they are feeding,
1: they inject bacteria into you. Dude, why would, as a, just adding salt to the wound. Yeah, it's an anticoagulant injected into the host. Uh, Ooh, uh. it sounds like that when it goes in. And they will sometimes contain viruses and bacteria which spread disease. But when a horsefly is getting blood from its source, it also injects the bacteria leading to infection, and these blood-sucking, uh, well, as you've told us, female horseflies, they can suck dangerous amounts of blood, especially when teamed up with other female horseflies.
2: Well, do you know why? It's because their mouth is designed with skin-piercing apparatus and two cutting blades. This is like a terrifying vampire movies. Two movie. cutting blades are used to cut through flesh and lap up the exposed blood. Those poor little
1: horses. No wonder they hate them all over them.
2: No wonder. Well, if it's all over your face, would you like it? Biting you? No! Nay!
1: Nay! That clip, they, 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 own, they live in moist environments.
2: Oh, the moister the better. That's for sure. But they only live a short amount of time, thank God. Only a few days. Listen, what a... And of course, that's long enough for them to be pests. But what a... Even, you know, as horrible as it is, the blades that cut through with the apparatus to lap up the blood and slice up the flesh. What a horrible, bleak existence for the horsefly. What is the ecological... Benefit, Kendall, I'm asking you with your doctorate in horse mm-hmm. flies.
1: Let me hang it up why, real quick.
2: Why has God, God? G- given the earth these creatures? What what good has come of it? I'll take my answer off the air. <laughs> Cliff, I'm sure that they
1: they probably like chew up flesh of dead things and carry it away. I'm sure they, they pose a great benefit to our ecosystem, just like all animals do. I don't. I'll have to look into it further to really get to the bottom of it. But in my experience, it's best to go with your gut, and I think they're beneficial.
2: Kendall, that's quite a gut you've got to go with, and that is something everybody should know. It is, and here are some other things you should know.
0: It's time for the game show that makes you feel dumb. Things you should know, and
1: now uh. here are your horse-sized toes. Cliff Kindle. Kendall So much
2: belching <laughs> Kendall I could so, eat a all horse
1: With well, all those meals you've been eating Since the show started
2: <laughs> I could still eat a horse Even after all those meals
1: Oh well you know I could too I just didn't know that there, were, there was horse on the buffet out there When we went out there Got a question for you Cliff All right, let's see if I've got an answer. Who was the first major rock star to perform in the
2: Soviet Union in
1: 1979?
2: 1979 was that Paul McCartney. No. No, he was back in the USSSSR.
1: Cliff, you have to follow the Yellow Brick Road, the goodbye Yellow Brick Road to Elton John. Elton John. Gotta be a big old superstar like Elton to start it out right.
2: Kendall, listen to this. What anti-inflammatory drug first got non-prescription status in Britain in 1983? Are you looking for the like a generic medicine or like the brand name? I would imagine this is a generic.
1: Ibuprofen
2: ibuprofen can-, can you imagine in 1982 when we were born Kendall in Britain you had to get a prescription for ibuprofen
1: damn shame that's why we took Tylenol when we were children
2: how the world has changed all right
1: Cliff what bird has a 46 foot long small intestines meaning their food doesn't shoot through them like a seahorse Fudge! That's an emu! (laughs) That's a nomo, Cliff. Nomo? It's a... ostrich!
2: Ostrich.
1: Wait, is an ostrich an
2: emu? No. No. I don't think so. Maybe maybe what's an... an, If an ostrich and an emu have sex, that's an estrich. Kendall, what 20,000-year-old creature's DNA... Did scientists announce they would inject into the egg of an Asian elephant in 1999? A woolly mammoth. Woolly mammoth. That's
1: why I watched the History Channel, Cliff.
2: You and me, we ain't but nothing but woolly mammoths. So let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> That's
1: us. All right, Cliff. <coughs> Who sang the theme to Hush Hush, Sweet Charlotte?
2: Hush Hush, Sweet Charlotte. Charlotte, don't you cry. Hush Hush, Sweet Charlotte. I'll love you till I die. Me, I did. I just sang it wrong <laughs> well, if that was Patty Page Patty Page, Patty Page Patty me and Patty, 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 Patty Page, Page we're you know Patty and I we share it all Bush right Bushland and Peck yep Bushel and Peck Bushel and Peck is that her other big song probably probably Kendall, who hired OJ lawyer Robert Shapiro to defend his son Christian against a murder rap in 1991? I don't even know if I can ask this question here in the courtroom.
1: 91.
2: Here you go, Kendall. I'll do one of my impeccable, flawless impressions for you. See if
3: you can. (sighs) I made him an author that he could have refused. (laughs) <laughs> that,
1: uh, <laughs> Scarface? <laughs>
2: A flawless Marlon Brando.
1: Good old Marlon Brando. All right, Cliff, finally for me.
2: All right. What river
1: does the Hoover Dam dam?
2: The river unbroken. oh, oh. oh. Where does the river flow? The river sticks.
1: Wrong. Where once
2: was stumped Achilles,
1: except for his heel. Well, there are no sticks here. It was the Colorado River, Rocky Mound. Uh, uh, ooh. Uh.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh terrible news boys because of all of the sounds coming from your booth the judge has declared a mistrial oh,
0: oh no terrible, dear.
4: isn't that all oh, that is
3: that so is bad.
4: Are,
2: so is the jury dismissed can you go now though oh, yes dear we're free to go
3: oh, oh, what a terrible miscarriage of justice you two boys have caused oh no
1: well, was what, now did they specify? Was it the belches, or was it like the dings, or was it like what? What really specifically was the cause of the problem?
3: Oh, oh I, oh, oh, I won't dignify that. Oh, excuse my bowels, your, 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 etiquette, boy, oh, causing oh, me to have a look at bowel at what's happening attack. now, is oh. minor bowel attack here. Oh, boys, it's definitely all of your fault, boys. Oh dear, we've got to go find some paper towels. Oh, oh
4: yes dear please it, does it, anyone it, have any paper towels on Hey, bailiff excuse me I've had a bottle attack or possibly some old shirts <laughs>
1: oh. well you know it's probably better this way they get a whole other trial
2: they get a second chance second chances that's why they call this show project second chances
1: yeah they learn from the, from the mistakes they made in the first go round now they can they can fix it for round two
2: yeah. All right. So we've talked about every imaginable horse variation.
0: Horses.
1: Are there horses that we missed? I'm trying to think anything that that I mean, you can't classify really a donkey or a zebra or something as a horse. I mean, we didn't mention them, though,
2: but they don't have horse in their name. Right.
1: That's what I'm saying. They're not. you can't classify them as a horse. I think I think we've hit all the horses.
2: I think we did. You know, in time, listeners, years from now might add us at Cliff and Kendall on Twitter. Let us know if we missed a horse here or there.
1: We'll have our second
2: chance. Our second chance for everybody. Uh, Kendall, I've got to go. I want to go see if there's more pizza out there. at the Oh, booth.
1: I would like to get some as well. All right, Cliff. All right. Well, we've wrapped it up here on the people's court, on the fatso's court. <laughs> um, we'll uh, We'll see you here next week. Oh, yeah. What's that?
4: Oh, what is going on? Stop oh, there, please. Watch that. Don't step
0: in that. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. Sure. Horses. Horses. No mo.